Blog Talk Radio. to today's show. Today is the 22nd of May. It is going by fast. We have Memorial Day weekend coming up here, which means beaches will be loaded. It's I, I know it's going to sound weird to say because everything's still kind of shut down. We're just starting to open, but it's a three-day weekend. For It's like such an old saying already, right? But it will be back again, I guess, so we'll see how that works out. However, Happy Memorial Day to those celebrating, and I also wanted to say, before I forget, because I always forget, I won't be doing shows next week. We are going to try to fix all the bugs in Blog Talk Radio and get that going um, in a different way after next week, so we have some work to do on the studio end of it, so I'm very excited about that and um, hopefully get everything right with music words with optimization and all the stuff we need to do but in the meantime we will put up archives for next week so yesterday for whatever reason I thought it was Friday all day even though I knew it was Thursday and I knew it was dream theme Thursday I thought it was the last day of the week all day long just kept going and Then last night, I come and sit at my computer, and I even answered, Liam had written a question, and forgetting that it was done, I thought, oh, we already did that, so I answered his question online. And then I realized, I have an interview today at 1 o'clock, and it didn't even occur to me. So it's just funny how this perception of time, or the way time is, it's just like a sliding scale. I'm I'm not really sure what day it is anymore. And it doesn't matter, even with everything ramping up and all this talk and all this stuff. And I'm still not there yet. It, I guess to transition to getting here was big, but now transitioning to get out of here feels just as big. But I have a question that Liam asked that I wanted to answer because somebody else, and I can't remember who, wrote something about it about a soul not being as important as the other. And then Liam writes, "Um, Nadia, I have a question about something you've said. You often said an ace is an ace and a two is a two. You can't make an ace a two and a two an ace. You've also said from the very beginning, there is no soul more important than another. So when you are referring to an ace and a two, are you referring to people, some who are aces and some who are second class? Twos, because it, if so, it doesn't sit well with the statement, there's no soul more important than another. Thanks. And I read that, and even when I read the other one, the other one I just didn't even pay attention to. Once I read it, it just twisted my brain a little bit, and I kind of got confused. 
And I thought, wow, how did we take an ace is an ace and turn it into classifying people? And two things immediately came to mind. One of them, how our brain needs to classify people. Because there is no soul more important than another. And there is no soul left behind. God doesn't decide whose soul is more important than another. It just doesn't happen. But the bigger thing about it was that I've, I've only talked about that as a reflection of reality. Don't tell me this guy is purple or orange. Sometimes it is orange. Sometimes it is purplish. But if I'm looking at it and I don't see those colors, you're going to confuse me. It's like someone looking at you and telling you your shirt's inside out and you know it's not. But they'll convince you and they'll try to build an argument and you're just standing there twisting yourself into a knot. Because an ace is an ace and a two is a two. Black is black, white is white. This happened, you saw it. But we have gotten used to a world, which now I understand better than I ever did, because when Christ told me this, we were not under these circumstances or this umbrella of circumstances. But he just said, you know, know what you know. There's a lot of stuff we don't know, but there's stuff we do know. And it's that's the stuff where we start to get taken for a ride. We ignore our instinct and we try to make things better than they are because we want to believe so bad that that person is right. And they want to believe themselves for different reasons. But it never, ever, joining those two statements is like oil and water. There is no connection between what's real and what isn't and whether or not a person is a first, what is it, an ace or a two. There is no connection at all whatsoever, just so that's clear. And I did write that, and he did say, oh, I always took it about people. Thanks for the clarification. And it reminded me of like my friends in the beginning when I first started hearing Christ. And I would tell them things and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's great. Oh, my gosh, Nadia. And I think they got it. And sometimes as well, I thought I got it. And then as time went on, we, we all in our different ways grew into what Christ was telling us. Because his statements are all-encompassing. In my brain, our brains, can only take in from what we see. And I have to tell you, in this last three years, three and a half years now, or even prior, when the election started for this time, I have not referred to my book as much as I have during this time. Because this time in our history was why 18 years ago I started writing. 
this information needed to be looked at as an ace is an ace and a two is a two. But a two is never an ace and an ace is never a two. If I see a card and it says two, it's two. If I see another card and it says ace, it's ace. But we are in a period of our history on both sides of the aisle. I I don't know anymore who's telling the truth. But the truth is super hard to find right now. We're either crying really hard and everything's wrong or we're pretending nothing's wrong and nothing needs fixing and we're in a total state of denial. And all you want is information that works. All we want is to go on. We don't want to be involved in who cares about one person's idiosyncrasies. But we have to care. Because that one person is affecting many people. And then you have another one person on the other side and they want to say what they need to say. And everybody is commingling health with money, with politics with decisions that aren't well thought out and are knee-jerk reactions. So when we watch the news, we cannot say an ace is an ace and a two is a two. So we get frustrated because there is no clarity. But the bottom line is, is when Christ says an ace is an ace and a two is a two, It only refers to how we interact with each other because we're constantly being told that an ace is a two and a two is an ace. And because we are hardwired to the truth, that frustration, that anxiety, all of that starts kicking in Even if we watch something and we believed it and we're like, oh, that gave me that warm fuzzy. I feel good. I I feel like now I know what's going on. But then we like, but I'm still not sure. Because when somebody tells the truth in this time, when someone tries to say an ace is an ace, we get such an outlandish reaction to that truth And then what they do is they create a truth, sell the truth, live by that truth, and then we're all supposed to accept it as truth, and we just give up. We say, I am not paying attention anymore because I am tired of an ace being a two is really what we're saying. So when Christ said that, I just know, oh, we're playing that game. And that's the game that's that's in process today. Whichever side you talk to, I don't care which one it is, they will convince you and tell you why, and they live in that reality. 
their mannerisms, their speech, their rolling of the eyes one way or the other, their anger, their helplessness, their lack of truth. They're, they're trying to tell the truth, whatever they think the truth is, but it's not objective truth. And when we run into subjective truth, we wonder what's wrong. And what's wrong is that an ace is not an ace and a two is not a two. And we're frustrated over it. Long before coronavirus hit our planet. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I did speak to a scientist from Russia who came here and worked on stem cell research. A beautiful woman. She's retired older now. And she said to me, the coronavirus has been in existence since 1962. In 1997, her daughter died of a coronavirus-related disease. I don't even know what we call it. Virus in Russia. It was her only child. And she is a, a research scientist, and she has been working on trying to make things better for our world with a different energy since she lost her daughter and then later lost her husband. She's the only one left in her family, and she lives in the United States. Beautiful woman. Fascinating. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Since 1962, we have a breakout now, and now there's even not one strain or two strains. There are eight strains of the coronavirus so far that have been identified. But when I talked to her, the conversations, surprisingly, are very short because she tells me the truth. I hear the truth. So I don't have to question, well, why did this? Well, why is that? Because she is not motivated by money or by politics to talk to me. And I'm not motivated by anything from her other than my love of information and our love of discussing it. The truth is the highest, I want to say, evolution of our brains. When we can get to the truth, the minute we get there, we can go on, right? How many times has Christ said that? Once you know the truth, you can go on. The reason we all feel as a standstill And we are in a standstill. We're trying to do things before we have answers. We're trying to just force ourselves on this situation. And then we're we're questioning the situation. We don't even know where the situation came from. Was it man-made? Wasn't it? Who started it? Why? We're infighting like kids on a playground. We don't know anything other than wear a darn face mask just in case. That's all we're left with. 
and don't get close to each other, that's been the surefire way. Other than that, we really don't know anything for real or for sure. Because an ace is trying to be a two and a two is trying to be an ace. It all goes back to that. It's amazing how simple truth is. But if we did have the truth, let's just say in an alternate reality, we say, oh, wow, we are all affected by the effects of this coronavirus. This is what we know about it. Let's take this precaution. And if we started that way, we may not have had to shut everything down. We may have just said, you know what? For now, let's wear gloves and let's wear masks when we go out. Let's try to protect ourselves this way. These are high-risk groups. Let's protect them. Maybe we will shut our schools down because kids are carriers and they're not really getting it. But now we're finding out that there's a latent response in children, that the virus mutates some different way after they have it and they're getting sick. Not all of them. And we don't know why some of them and most of them know. But this turned out to be something we need to protect our children and our elderly from, just like we actually do with the flu shot issues. Let's help the people who can't get food. Let's help the people that are homeless. These are things we should be doing anyway reacting in a calm and rational manner. Everybody has something they need from this. So we are all conflicted as our country is. As a result of this high level of lack of truth, on a personal level, I am looking forward to the day that our politics, isn't a part of my everyday life. Because that's not my job. I have no control over it. But I'm tired of being told an ace is a two and a two is an ace. I'm tired of not hearing things that aren't true or partially true or motivated to skew the truth in a way that makes me misunderstand my surroundings. It gets old. And at this point, it's pretty old. It's hit old age. It's gone from fascination to, oh, my God, to what? To, I'm tired of it. And I don't care what side it is. I just feel like our whole political system needs new blood. We need younger people who can make better decisions for their future, us making decisions that are older for a future that may not benefit them well. But that's looking way out. But that's my job. I look past the whatever's swirling around here, and I have a lot of contact with people in their 30s and 40s. And a lot of what they're doing, believe it or not, in that age group, is they are eating healthy. They are 
together lives that they can live. We don't need people who are winding down making decisions for people who are winding up because we aren't making decisions for them. We are making decisions for personal wins and losses, and that's not going to work anymore. We have a lot to come, a lot to come for us to say that, hey, an ace is an ace and a two is a two. And it's not idealistic to think it, but it's really hard to do it when we need so much back. Because right now it's like we're watching ego on steroids. People aren't even embarrassed about what they're saying. They'll look you in the eye or try to and say what they're saying, and you're like, holy cow. But because they've built a a normalcy around things that aren't true or partially true or motivated to be true, that we just got lost in the tornado, and the tornado is spinning, so we don't have time to unspin everything. So I'm really glad you asked that, Liam, because I never associated that saying with the whole soul is no more, no soul is more important than another, ever. And there is no soul more important than another. But there was someone who wrote something about it prior, about saying, well, if you don't like someone, then one soul is more important than another. But I'm not God. And neither are you. And there are going to be people that we may agree or disagree with, but that's how we have the choice to be around whoever we want to be around. I'm not going to be around somebody who wants to hurt me. Who who would do that? But I'm not choosing that one soul is more important than another. I have total respect for everyone's opinions. But I don't have to participate in every single thing because there aren't enough hours in the day for any human being. When Christ said, run, don't walk away, he didn't say that out of disrespect for other souls. It's about knowing what you're attracted to. When you go into a booth to vote for a president, you can't vote for both. You have to choose. And we choose by thinking, What do I relate to most? And as long as I can remember, people always say there's two bad choices. Well, we could look at life that way, but I always look at it as what would be the better choice based on how I view life. If I don't know somebody and they come in an attack mode or in a I want to pull the rug from under your feet or I want to show you you're wrong or I want to show you you're this or I want to show you you're that. I listen, usually, if I have the time. But I don't have to agree. I'll know if I agree, but by my gut instinct, by my feelings. Because it's the only barometer any of us have. It's the only one we've got is the one we have inside of us. And when we learn to listen to it, we can discern, again, if an ace is an ace or a two is a two. 
Because people who want to say things to hurt another human being's feelings, hurt hurts. If you're hurting, you're going to hurt another person. Because that's where you're at. Does it mean you're bad? No, it just means you're unresolved. You haven't resolved. God knows that. God can see that. That's why when God said, run, don't walk away, you may not be qualified to fix every single thing you run into in life. But there is no soul left behind. God will put them in the right place. Maybe to people who are closer. Maybe to people who have more time. Maybe to people who understand them better. Maybe just to someone who can reach them. But every day will end as it should when we do our best or our worst. Every day ends as it should. So at the end of the day, if we go to sleep saying things like, God, I didn't do that. I'm so mad at myself. I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not this. No, it wasn't, it wasn't there. If you did your best, and sometimes our best is we don't know what to do. If you were meant to pull something off, at the end of the day, you would have. It doesn't mean predestination. It just means that when you do your best, whatever your capabilities for your best are, the day will conclude with that. It's hard. It's hard to really see the bigger light that Christ is shining on our every day. But it all goes back to the truth. That's why truth, love, and purity. Truth is the first one. Because without it, it's hard to see the, anything else. It's hard to have a conversation about anything else. Because once we know the truth, we can go on. And when we don't, we will swirl around that lie until we get to the truth. Even the person that's doing the spinning, once the truth comes out, they're willing to tell you anything. Anything. Calmer. They're not shifty. Once the truth comes out, it calms everything around it. The only people I have ever seen the truth truly hurt, and they would rather die than tell it, is the, the ones, and I want to say suffering from narcissism. They, they cannot handle the truth because the reason they are protecting themselves from the truth is because it is that painful for them. They will spin a plate on top of a plate on top of a plate until there's a whole mirage going on around you. And you won't have any idea how they built that spinning country or spinning household or spinning school or spinning whatever. But they need to do that 
so nobody can see them. And the sad part is everyone can see them, but they believe that if they just shoot your attention there and shoot your attention there, they have succeeded. To them, that is success. That is success. I remember a child who had narcissism, has it. You don't just have it and it goes away, but has it. And when we were going around a table talking about days, without even a blink, she wasn't being mean. It was just who she is. She was talking about how she got certain people to do things she wanted. No blinking. That's why I don't chase them down. That's why I feel sad for them because I know it's not easy being them and they know it but it's hard to help them because they won't let you you guys I have just a few seconds I will see you oh I won't see you next week but I'll see you the week after that I think we'll be in June I love you guys have a great weekend bye bye You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.